0: Welcome to episode 6,000 of Music Speaks, Sometimes Very Loud, with your host, G Enzo, and from the town next door.
1: Hello everybody, how's everyone doing?
0: Fantastic. Um, it's, been a, it's been a kind of a weird week. The show kind of went on a mini hiatus, but most of you would have never known, because you still get this every week. But for us, we kind of took a pause because uh, we were trying to give our respects, pay our respects to the late, great Eddie Van Halen.
1: Yeah, we kind of wanted to let that one kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, soak in a little bit, kind of. Uh, Out of respect. Let, yeah.
0: we We wanted to give it its space, its time, not really... And I, I didn't feel like I, – I don't know about you, but I just kind of didn't feel in the mood to joke around. So I was like, uh, I'll just, we'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, it, g- it gave us a good opportunity, too, to kind of recharge our batteries a little bit.
0: Yeah, an update for me is I stopped playing guitar. I sold all my equipment, and now I'm actually a, um, a coder now.
1: See, time flies in two weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to get myself a Marshall 2555X based off the 1980s jubilee for those people listening at home that doesn't know what a jubilee is jubilee was a very sought after 80s marshall amplifier the marshall amplifier was used by several bands Are you done? Yeah. So the the marshall <laughs> amplifier was most notable for like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Guns N Roses a lot of that era of the eighties was actually defined by that app. So that's one of my objectives are now.
1: Have you pulled the trigger on it yet?
0: Heck no I haven't. I'm waiting.
1: You're waiting for the official word.
0: I don't know. Yeah I'm waiting for the official. What's up with you man? What you been up to?
1: I have been up to you doing you know doing my also my computer studies. And musically I just bought the new JHS from the new JHS uh, 3 Series, the chorus pedal of their 3 Series line. And you know what? It's really good. I like it.
0: Nice. For those of you that don't know what's going on, JHS is a very boutique-esque pedal company. They make guitar effects. So originally they were the ones that made the Bonsai, which has all the Tube Screamers in one box with a fancy cover art, fancy color. And these new pedals are not really budget. They're budget in price, but they're not budget in tone. They're literally, no, they're not. They're JHS giving you his 100%, but cutting costs when it comes to paint and knobs. He essentially said he's going to keep the knobs uniform, which is like, how many knobs does that have? Three, right?
1: Yeah, every every pedal has uh, three knobs. Some of them have like a internal or like an external toggle switch, like, Depending on what uh, pedal that you buy, like mine, it's the chorus. But you can also engage the it's the vibe switch, so that you get more of like a um, a vibrato effect.
0: Very nice.
1: It's actually really cool because like if you increase the speed of the the rate and depth on the pedal, you can, you can get some really cool kind of uh, Leslie tones out of it.
0: Oh, nice. And for those that don't know what a Leslie Tone is, it was a rotary speaker. It was literally a speaker that was on a spindle that spun in a 360 on an (laughs) x-axis. It was was bizarre.
1: Some people still have those huge things in their rig. I mean, everybody who's ever played like a real Leslie, they always say like they can't go back to, you know, like a, a rotary speaker simulator in a pedal or on a on a digital rack or whatever that they have, because it's like it's having the real deal thing that gives it that tone.
0: It, I mean, think about it. It's actually physically moving air, like a fan, but sound's accurate. Yeah. Really it. I mean, that's like the coolest shit ever. Let's see if I can emulate that on my microphone. <laughs> Please um, stand by. I'm talking through the microphone with it spinning. It's a pretty cool effect. So if that was an emulation of me spinning the microphone on a – not a fan. It was like a, a, a very, it was
1: a, it was a very poor demonstration. No, it was a really good, it was
0: a really good one. It was the best demonstration ever. Okay, <laughs> quit hating, man. You're just tell us about you becoming a hater all of a sudden. What's going on, bud?
1: Not hating, just speaking the truth, man.
0: Oh, speaking like a true football fan. You watching foosball? Heck yeah. Who's your team, bud?
1: The uh, formerly Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Like the Las. Wait, Las Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, right, you're right. They're Las Vegas Raiders now. Yeah. But that's a good move for them though.
1: It is and we have a brand new uh brand new shiny stadium right there in the desert, which I'm pretty happy with. Looks freaking awesome.
0: Dude, and then it's easy to access?
1: Yeah, um I actually I went to Vegas last year pre-COVID and um they were like I don't they were, need- like, halfway halfway done with it
0: i don't even remember what pre-covid was
1: it it was a long time ago
0: it was COVID, I, I mean i don't even know what it is to not wear a mask it's annoying
1: dude right like it's like a prerequisite thing in your mind now it's like oh god have that mask
0: it's like washing your hands gotta wash my hands now
1: i i came up with this uh kind of slogan for 2020 oh go for it it's 2020, the year that people washed their hands before they went to the restroom.
0: Oh, interesting. Or 2020, <laughs> hurry up and wait. <laughs> That's what it feels like. We're all rushing to nothing. I mean, we're we're all screwed. Pretty much. I mean, you know what I mean? Hurry up and wait, damn it. Very cool. Um, Vegas, I love California, but, man, my mind's been just like, I want to go to Vegas or to Texas, man.
1: Have you ever been to Vegas?
0: Yes, I have. I was fortunate enough to go to three times now. Oh, nice! Um, definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, very it's, interesting.
0: It's very interesting, but I, on the, in the daytime, I like how calm it is. It's all quiet.
1: Yeah, it's it's more like a, a tourist kind of attraction in the daytime.
0: Which is cool. I mean, it's mellow. It's quiet. It's not. It's not as crazy as LA, where you know you have six lanes and everything's packed. It's just kind of different It has like its old western hidden vibe It has its Vegas vibe, it's its own vibe
1: Yeah, I mean I didn't go there for like the gambling And the drinking and stuff like that So I just, I went on a family vacation So uh, it was nice, you know To kind of experience like the whole casino vibe And everything And a place I've never been to So I've actually that's the first and only time I've been out of state
0: Oh wow Sounds like like a road trip, bud. You got to hit up Washington, man. Now, when you go to Washington, dude, it's not that far. When you go to Washington, you'll literally feel grunge. There's a reason why. There's a reason why the vibe is that. It is gloomy over there. There is no sun. That's real.
1: Yeah, that's what I like about um, Washington and uh, Oregon's weather. It's like that gloom, kind of overcasty. That That's the weather I live for.
0: Dude, my, my goth persona, like, absorbs that shit. Like, people were all negative and shit. I was, like, the most happiest person alive. Like, yay! Life is great. <laughs> life is doom. We're all gonna die. Like, it was great. I was having the time of my life.
1: Nice.
0: Dude, it was good. And then the sun comes out here in California. We're like, uh sun.
1: You know, it's a, a trip about how people say that Washington is all grunge. You know, that's all the grunge era, you know, Nirvana. People forget Jimi Hendrix came from Seattle.
0: Oh wow, you're yeah, you're right. He did. You are but right. But he
1: didn't he didn't become famous until he made his trip overseas across the pond to uh London, England.
0: That was uh Clapton territory.
1: Yep. He invaded his he invaded his territory.
0: But it was if it wasn't for Clapton being the a big man and saying that's badass like essentially in his own way I think that helped a lot cuz when when the when the badasses the masters give you recognition yeah dude so i mean kudos to Clapton for having the audacity to do that you know what i mean that that takes a lot of a lot of it takes a lot of strength to do that to say man this guy is amazing i i enjoy this
1: well, yeah, that too, and then they became fast friends after that.
0: Because, cause you imagine if it was a rivalry, and he's like, "Man, f that dude! Look, well, look what happened to Randy Rhodes and Eddie Van Halen." It,
1: yeah, it, it created
0: this weird animosity where people were like either diehard Randy Rhodes fans or diehard Van Halen fans. It's split. It's split. Yeah, it,
1: it it comes almost like a like a Batman versus Superman kind of rivalry, or you know. Yeah. Like, it, uh, um um, mj versus you know whoever um rivalry michael jordan versus lebron james yeah something like that so it almost becomes like kind of like a sport or you know fantasy type of uh narrative when in reality i've never thought that music should be competition you know and i think that's probably the um The kind of thinking that guys like Clapton had is like music isn't a competition; it's a it's a collaborative kind of uh, effort, you know.
0: But there is a a nice side to music where we push to the best that we can. Like, let's when you're going to hit the stage, you say, "I'm going to play the best we've ever done this." Like, let's make this our best show because you never know when it's your last show. (laughs) Like, you really don't. That's real.
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs)
0: I didn't think that was gonna happen, oh, it happened <laughs> I was like, oh shit,
1: my last show was almost a year ago to the date
0: dude mine my last epic show was three years ago like it's time is going, man it's flying we've had some, we had we had some good shows it's just just bad good shows <laughs> it's just it's not financially feasible, but it's fun. Not gonna lie, I mean, some of the greatest experiences are on that stage, man. Playing music, I mean, so fortunate are we to have a hobby like guitar, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what other hobby I would have, I, I would mean, have if, if I, I didn't.
0: If I didn't spend my mess with my money on something, it would have either been guns or cars, but it turned out to be a guitar. Like that's where, I just spend the majority of my funds. Just I really like the guitar. I have too many of them, but I mean, that's a good problem to have.
1: Yeah, I don't know where my money would would have gone if I never got into guitar. Probably, probably st- drugs.
0: Probably stocks and bonds. A lot of people <laughs> a lot of people drink their money away. A lot of people just spend their money partying. A lot of people I mean to each their own. No no judging. I mean, everyone has the right to spend their their time, their life conversion to something and I mean, guitar has just been fun. I got to meet a lot of cool people with guitar. I mean, friends, new friends, you know what I mean? Old friends. Everything's been great with the guitar, you know? It becomes like a mutual little community. Like, we're a guitar players, Not like the the Jet community of today where they ruined it and they created this weird little sub section of the guitar. Let's not talk about those fools, but you know what I'm saying? The ones that are actually cool, like, yeah, let's that sounds, jam.
1: That sounds like a Grind Your Gears uh, segment oh right there. Oh, my
0: God. I can't stand the Jared Dines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand that dude because he's do. i see what he's doing and i don't think he sees what he's doing i think he thinks he's trying to be loyal and honest no he's actually creating a gang and he's doing it in such a way where he's influencing the young minds where you hear the statement do you even gent bro yeah
1: you can be a really
0: you can be a really good guitar player and guess what the way you kick him down is well you don't gent so that guitar's piece of shit or you don't gent so your music sucks I'm just like, what the hell?
1: That brings me back to this point that I've always... I think uh, we... I said this in an earlier podcast that guitar has become like sort of a Mean Girls Club now.
0: Yeah, first it used to be the All Boys Club and now it's become a Mean Girls Club.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. It's
0: it's crazy. Like, what the hell happened? (laughs) The guitar used to be cool. Now it's kind of like... Like, I don't even... Dude, I've had people ask me, "Hey, do you got any videos of you playing?" I don't even want to show them anymore cuz like I don't want to be like uh <laughs> how do I explain it? I don't play guitar to show off. That's not my intention. I play guitar cuz I enjoy it. And if exactly. I enjoy it, if I enjoy it and I play it and someone else enjoys my playing and they say, "Hey, I enjoy it." I want to learn how to enjoy my own enjoyment and then they play cool, that's a plus, that's a win mm-hmm. that's a win if someone, because of your you, you pick up a guitar that's a win, if someone says, oh man, M48 love watching his Instagram I'm going to pick up a guitar because I want to play blues that's a win, because you just gave, you just, someone else you know, you planted the seed and now they're going to grow their own story and, that's
1: the original influencer right there
0: yeah, and that's how it should be but to the whole macho like macho club of you and Gent, bro, like, come on man, like not everyone's into shitty, broken down metal esque, weird ass, clippy music. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, not everyone's uh, interested in uh, playing an open C sharp like in sixty uh, fourth notes. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, do I gent? No. Can I gent? Yes. Do I want to gent? No. It's not my style. I mean, the guys that do it, that's cool. I mean, the guy, uh, the guy, Tobin Tabassi from Animals is Leaders. I love his playing. He's really good.
1: Yeah, he's a really good player.
0: He's a really good player. He's overall a really good player. He's not spreading the the life of do you even Jet. No, he's kind of like, "Hey, let's let's become innovation. Let's let's we found this new style. Let's move with it." He's he's Tobin Abbasi is the Eddie Van, what Eddie Van Halen was to the Floyd Rose and the superstrat. Tobin is now taking the guitar of eight strings to another plateau.
1: That's a bold statement, Cotton.
0: Tobin is doing it, though. He's now making eight-string guitar a necessity for a style, for a genre.
1: That's true. Have you seen his uh, it signature lo- It looks guitar? sick,
0: dude.
1: It, it, looks, it is a very nice guitar.
0: It's, it's, it's unique. It's ergonomic. It's a very ergonomic design.
1: Yeah, other like eight-string guitars, you think, like, whoa, how am I going to get my head around this thing? But this one, it seems more inviting. You know?
0: Yeah, because like if you get an Ibanez, no, no knock on Ibanez. I like their instruments; they're good shredders. But an Ibanez eight string, you're like, uh, it looks like weird, right? It looks bizarre. But you get a Tobin Abasi eight string, you're like, hey, that makes sense. Like it's aesthetically, it makes sense. Like you said with the reverse horn on the, the Silver Sky John Mayer guitar, mm-hmm. it made sense. Tobin's guitar makes sense for his genre. It makes sense.
1: Yeah, you still don't understand the the silver skull.
0: No, no, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> I still try. I just don't get it. But um, I do see a lot of pedals are made off his the tone of his Continuum album.
1: Yeah, the um, Vertex Effects just came out with their uh, Steel String Supreme, which is like the the MK3 version of their Steel String Clean Drive.
0: What's that song? I've heard it before. I have that album. I just don't know the name of it. Where it's based off of is the song name continuum?
1: The album name is continuum. But
0: what was the name of that song that they always reference that solo and singing? Where gravity?
1: Them. Is it Gravity? Is it it's either Gravity or Slow Dancing in a Burning Room.
0: N- no, I or... think I think it's Gravity.
1: Uh, it's probably Gravity because a lot of people they they use that as the point of reference for that Actually, you know what? Let me let me see if I can play the the, is it the intro or the... Um,
0: I think it's the middle section. Um,
1: the middle section. Or is it... Because Vultures is on there too. Oh, I, the think it's for, se- I think it's
0: Vultures, dude. Now that you of see it, it. Let me it see it. It goes like... Yeah, that one. That's Vultures, right?
1: Yeah, that's Vultures.
0: Yeah, from Vultures.
1: Yeah, that's a funky tune.
0: That's a good tune, man. When I first heard it, like, I don't know, 20, 15 years ago. I think it was fifteen. I bought that album really early. <clears throat> oh, dude! You know how yeah, exci- you know how exciting it was back then. Um, back then, when you had to actually go to the Target to buy the new releases on CD. I
1: still do that sometimes.
0: Oh man, I'm. I i do not know if they still even sell the CDs. Do they?
1: Some for some they do. Like kind of like the like. I don't know if like there's new artists that are putting out CDs, but I think it's like more of like older gen. Artists that still have, you know, CDs or they have old CDs that are uh, reissued or something like that. They still, they still come out with them, but I don't know if they sell as much as they. Well, actually, for sure, they don't sell as much as they used to.
0: Dude, that that was fun times. I I really liked like waiting outside a Target like before they opened. I I mean, I remember I did this to every album I own. Like I'd wait, like the Mm -hmm. new releases. I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd wait, 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 wait. Then I go, I run in there, I get the packaging. I get the I'm the first one to buy it. I walk out of there. I always buy this DVD compilation if there's one or the deluxe version. I pop the CD in, and I don't remove the CD for a month. I listen to it back to back. It, it was good times, man. I really liked that era.
1: Or some of them that came with like the, the album booklet where it had like the lyrics on there or like they had pictures of the, the band or the artist in the studio or on tour or yep. something like that. That. Yep.
0: That's that was fun man. Those are some good eras. I feel now that digital and oversaturation. I mean good and bad. Good because I mean it's fo- it's going to it's going to create new music. Like music's going to be really abundant. Bad like now it's it's flooded, which is not a bad thing, but it's just these individuals that are make this music are not able to make money off of it. They have to be hella creative, hella smart business people.
1: Yeah, I think it like makes it more tangible like uh, the old way of doing music you know with the the deluxe package or the two CDs and or the CD and DVD with the the booklet whatever, it it makes it more tangible you know for someone to actually have the album have the CD encasing and then like the 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 literature that it comes with or or whatever just so they could have it kind of like a collector's piece you know you know what i mean
0: and then it's something you would leave behind like you know when people I'm just going to reference, because when my cousin passed away, I mean, he had stuff that you could see, like, oh, wow, this was his book. This was his CD. this, was, You know what I mean? That yeah. tangibility's is sweet, because if you ever want to see what they were thinking, you can pop in whatever they owned and hear it. Now I feel with this new digital, when someone goes, we don't know what's on their playlist. You know what I mean? It's different.
1: Well, unless you open their phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's not the same.
1: Yeah. I know what you mean items so anyways,
0: I, items carry a soul for some strange reason,
1: yeah, very definitely, so anyways, back to the vertex pedal um what makes it different is um it has built in or you can I think you could plug it into like an i r or not an i r um uh, a DAW.
0: you can oh yeah. so so it's a it's a, like a little interface, it's an interface essentially.
1: Yeah, you could use it as a preamp to, like, your interface. So you you could plug directly into your interface so you could have that steel stringer or steel string singer kind of tone.
0: For those listening, basically turning an analog signal, analog meaning something you can hear, sound, into a digital signal. Ones and zeros, computer talk.
1: Essentially, yes.
0: Very nice. Very nice.
1: So. Which it differs, it differs from the, the vert, the two versions before that because it has a, it can do that, you do the, uh, and go into, um, a DAW. And it has another, it has, um, an EQ on there before it didn't, it just had a volume and a gain. And then the MK2 had the, uh, the jazz versus rock switch that you find on most Dumble amps. But this one has, I think it has um, a treble, a mid, and a bass, I, I think. Or no, it has like a high cut, a low cut, you know, for filter, for your EQ.
0: I saw the, um, the the official YouTube on that. I mean, the tone is, he compared it to his actual steel string singer. Yeah. You're just like, huh? I saw You sound very excited over that pedal. Are you going to pick it up?
1: Uh, you know what? Um, like I thought yes. about it. No, here's the thing. I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I know Two Rock makes a pretty fine and dandy uh version of the Steel String Singer called the uh, Silver Sterling signature which was uh released at NAM I think 2 years ago, the one before that I attended. And I played that amp at NAM this past year before COVID Vietnam, and I thought and I thought this is an amazing amp so I thought about it and I was like you know what I have two deluxes that I'm not really super happy about I like my Princeton my Princeton is going to be like my go-to all you know um, Swiss army knife amp. and then I have another deluxe that I don't really play so I was like why don't I just sell all of those and then just get a uh, silver sterling. That so like that's my plan. quest. That's that, my quest.
0: So your quest is to acquire a an amplifier that's based on a really famous amplifier that you want. Exactly. Dude, that sounds like a good idea.
1: And then And I thought besides, I thought about it too. The, the
0: Lexus don't take pedals anyway.
1: They take pedals like Two Screamers and you know the Centura. The yeah, they take overdrives really well. When it comes to the Mesa, it doesn't take it very well. I think it's it, I think they're fighting EQs. You know what I mean? Because well, like, Mesa
0: uh, is known to have really good equalization.
1: Yeah, but even like when I plugged it into the Deluxe, I turned the EQ off. I turned the EQs to one or zero, and I was EQing everything from the the Mesa pedal, and it still didn't sound very good. I was like, this there's something wrong not wrong but there's something you know weird happening between the mesa and the deluxe.
0: Hmm. Well that mesa is actually based off of a hot rodded
1: blues junior. Princeton, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, hot rodded Princeton.
1: Yeah, so it, it it kind of uh makes sense that it uh works better with the Princeton.
0: Cuz it's like doubling it's like stacking the EQ's I yeah, think it's, I think it's the equalization. Honestly, the deluxe has notorious equalization. It's kind of a one and done. I don't see it being versatile.
1: It's not very versatile. It just has that Fender clean. But that's tone. What, when
0: people buy a deluxe, they want just the Fender clean. That's what you're buying. That Fender clean. That. That's it.
1: That and it's a it's a good pl- uh, pedal platform for like you know your basic pedals like the ones I have. Works really good with that, but when you want to incorporate some, you know, kind of funky pedals stuff like that, it doesn't really stack up very well.
0: Like the the PV 5150 Overdrive? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that thing sounded like dog shit on your amp.
1: <laughs> um, uh,
0: on the Deluxe?
1: Oh, the pedal, yes, yes. But yes, when yes. I
0: plug it into my PV, it sounds like a violin sustain. It, it was a complete mm-hmm. different characteristics entirely like completely different like no comparison night and day
1: yes i'm hoping the silver sterling or the sterling so i think it's silver sterling um it likes the mesa pedal better and if not i gotta throw the mesa pedal
0: (laughs) well the mesa is good for creating its own its rock its mesa rock i mean that's what it's that's what it does
1: it just makes for me soloing easier because you kind of have that sustain. That sustain.
0: The sustainiac. Hmm. Well the still well yeah. Huh. Interesting.
1: Well But the the silver sterling, I've done more like homework on it. I'm I think I'm gonna get the the one hundred slash fifty watt. So you can do full power one hundred or you could do fifty watt, you know, for the decibel puppies out there.
0: Yeah, and you'll like the fifty better than the hundred. I mean,
1: and out. what I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do is um I'm gonna run it uh wet dry with the Princeton.
0: Oh, okay. So the Princeton's gonna be the dry?
1: I think so. I think I'm gonna have the Princeton as the dry and then the wet signal. Or actually you know what I could do wet dry wet Erno
0: You know what you can do wet dry wet. You can even do wet dry and then A B it to both caps, both amps.
1: Yeah, that's another thing too. I don't know if I'm gonna get the matching cab with the the silver sterling because
0: costs um, hella money.
1: Yeah, the cab's a lot of money. So I can get like I can even plug it into the Mesa uh, cab that has vintage thirties, or I can get like um, um, another cab that has um, a couple speakers that I actually like for way cheaper than a two rock cab.
0: Like the green cat, the greenbacks.
1: Uh probably not greenbacks. Um I've heard that Celestian G twelve sixty fives work good with like really big loud clean amps.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. The
1: greenbacks I think are more for like marshally kind of uh yeah, um, they complement it well. Yeah. I
0: I think I have the greenbacks in my P V if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's the greenbacks. Yeah, but my 'cause I
1: think I think the greenbacks are low powered too.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of weird because PV came out with the metal version and the blues version. Mm -hmm. And the blues version – no, I'm sorry. The blues version has the greenbacks. The metal version has the vintage 30s. Nice. Yeah, I switched it up. Yeah, dude, handle your quest. I think that would be really cool. Sell that stuff off. Get rid of it on the Reverb.com or on the Ebays or on the – Don't do the Facebook one. Facebook, I I get some lowballers, bro. They're just like, "Uh, can I give you $100 for it? No.
1: Yeah, face Facebook is not the place unless like you're, you're gonna sell it quick for like some drug money or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, and by drugs we mean pharmaceutical, like Claritin or something.
1: Yes, for your uh, allergy season's coming up, folks, and uh, this uh, podcast is not sponsored by Claritin. But, but we, we,
0: uh, we we're Zyrtec people. Zyrtec works.
1: Zyrtec, <laughs> yeah. Your Claritins, your Zyrtecs, you know, your Benadryls, you know, all this. Uh, allergies and colds and all this flu season's coming up so uh, make sure cold, that you're
0: you just said the word the key word today cold have you heard of a cold bias
1: i have heard of it yes i don't know how it works
0: so cold biases is where you underpower the tubes mm-hmm. to where you get a nice distortion when you push an app eddie van halen's brown sound was based off of a cold bias
1: Mm, okay,
0: that's why when they developed the p v fifty one fifty the signature it was based off of a cold bias he started using the six l sixes on the power hmm yep so that that was kind of like when you said cold I'm like hmm cold bias so now that I know more about cold and hot like my little p v m h it's running a hot bias
1: yeah um usually i think the some smaller amps like that are hot biased
0: my Marshall's hot my PV 6534 is hella hot and the other one is hot cold
1: hmm. so you got hot, hot 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 cold
0: yeah which is weird
1: yeah I was gonna say something too oh uh, in terms of me selling the stuff the deluxes and stuff I think you should just give any- it away if any if anybody out there is listening and is in the market for a deluxe reverb or a Fender Blues Deluxe forty watt, uh, holla at your boy. We will uh, work out a price and uh, yeah, hopefully become uh, fast friends after that.
0: <laughs> like fast, you could probably get what one point two k for all of them
1: for both deluxes. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy.
0: So you'll probably get total fifty one point five k with all of them. One point six k.
1: Yeah, around there. That's like probably the the very top, you know. You know what? You know what I always say, um, ask high, sell low.
0: Yeah, and too bad the market in your area is not really. I don't. You don't. I don't know. I don't know many guitar players. I would be looking for that kind of gear. I think everyone's past their Fender stage. I think you're the only one there still.
1: Oh, imagine if I could do wet, dry, wet with the two rock. The Marshall and the Princeton.
0: Oh, that'd be ideal, dude. Your your freaking rhythm would be the Marshall. Your clean would be the Fender. And your soloing would be the two rock.
1: That'd be freaking awesome. That,
0: that would be like perfect right there. Perfect scenario.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So I've discovered a new band. The name of the band is called 8-Bit Big Band.
1: Eight-bit big
0: band. So they are an actual full-size ja- jazz orchestra, huh? And I saw that they covered. They did a Frank Sinatra version of a song called "Still Alive." For those guitar hero, in you know, guitar hero players, it's that song from Portals where the computer says, "I'm going to kill you," and you can still have your cake. Mm -hmm. And it's on there and it sounds really good. Like they did a really good recording of it. Unfortunately, it only has 2.6 million views. So what I'm trying to do is spread the joy and really make this thing popular. I mean, it's a really good song. And the band just sounds amazing.
1: I think what we need to do is link that video in the description Of our Instagram account
0: That sounds like a great idea And I think we should do that Because discovering new music Is essentially what music speaks Because it speaks loud to us And this song Captured the vibe Of 2020 Because computers are winning And we're freaking dying (laughs) (laughs) Not to be morbid But that's the reality So M48 Your quest for the amp The T-Rack The T-Rack
1: The T-Rack
0: Nice Nice yeah, man, all your amps are expensive. The stuff I like is cheap.
1: <laughs> yeah, I go I go big or go home. I was actually thinking about that or the Amplified Nation, but I heard uh, from some trustworthy uh, um, guitar players that the Amplified Nation or the Soraya Tone, their iterations of the steel string don't come close to the two rock. Well, they come close, but it's the quality that you pay for With Two Rock.
0: What about that Welligan's or whatever? The other company.
1: Oh, Welligan? Yeah. They do... Okay, so here's the thing. They have a Steel String Singer amp, but they have it based on the Eric Johnson voicing.
0: Oh, okay, I got you.
1: The uh, one that I'm talking about is Steel String Singer number two. That's the one that's Stevie. currently in possession of John Mayer, and it was owned by Stevie.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I got you. the the that's, one The one I'd want is the Overdrive Special Reverb.
1: Yeah, um, that one's made from Welligan, right? Yeah. So yeah, either get that one or the. I don't know for you. I think I would just go with the the Jubilee because that's like your your sought after one. Or you know what? Buy both. Ball out. The uh, Jubilee go would Penny. be cool. Go Penny Packer, man.
0: I don't know, because I've always been chasing the Santana tone.
1: Mm.
0: But I think I think overall the Jubilee would capture more of what I like, because I like the 80s, you know what I mean? I like Motley Crue. I like Guns N' Roses. I, you know? I like Santana, but I think I'm more into the 80s rock, and the Jubilee is the sound of rock for the 80s.
1: Mm. I mean, you can't really go wrong with either, I don't think.
0: No, but then I have a, an amp problem because then I have too many amps.
1: That's a really healthy problem to have.
0: <laughs> I have a full stack, a <laughs> full Marshall stack that I can't use. Last time I used that, I got yelled at by the neighbor saying,
1: I'm trying to sleep.
0: And it was 10 a.m., dude. Who the fuck sleeps at 10 a.m.?
1: And the Yeah, the cool thing about the steel, the, the silver, silver sterling, whatever, too, is it has a master volume.
0: Oh, that's money right there, dude.
1: Yeah, so I think the original Steel String Singer had a master volume too, but a lot of people who own these two rock amps say that they sound really good at bedroom levels too.
0: And that's where the, I mean, you wanted to enjoy it, not just to be sitting there. I can't even use my amps until I get an attenuator, and that
1: sucks. You almost had the Wazacraft.
0: Yep, I was close. Yay, so hopefully in the future we can uh, stack up the Marshall and put it full wattage and run it and see how far we can hear it at Livingston. <laughs> That's going to be our next plan. That
1: would be freaking awesome.
0: I think, honestly, the Marshall is going to be the loudest thing ever on that full stack. I've ran it full before, all the way up. It does make the walls permeate. like. <laughs> it pushes air, dude. It hurts. It hurts. you going to be wearing earplugs? and you still feel this discomfort of loud noise.
1: Yeah, I can't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It's I have to- a feeling
1: I have a feeling once um you know everyone's allowed to do shows and stuff now, people are just going to go crazy. Like they're just going to bring out, you know, their $3,000 amps they have sitting in the basement and they're just going to have it on the smallest stage possible, you know, behind the bass or right in front of the bassist. It,
0: you know, you know this was predicted, right? It was called Soundageddon.
1: Soundageddon?
0: Soundageddon is coming. All the decimal puppies will be uh, eradicated.
1: They'll be extinct. Hell yeah. You know why?
0: Fuck them. That's why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully by the time uh, I play my next show, I'll I'll have the the two rock. I'm going to bring that bad boy out probably when I play at the memorial over here.
0: Dude. It's funny because I have like really good pedals and I always put the, the cheap pedals on the board because I'm always thinking real life application. Like what would I really use on a real ch- stage?
1: Lynx pedals.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. which sounds really good actually. It's based off the Overdrive special.
1: Speaking of pedals, I actually really, I'm digging the tone out of the TS-808 right now.
0: Oh, it's a good tone. That's like the, the standard, what made Tube Screamer famous. That tone.
1: Yeah, so like the Tube Screamer, the, the TS-808 is like Tube Screamer. That's like, like you said, it's it's TubeScreamer.com. Yes. The TS-10 is something different. It's like, it has a different mid-range character. I think it's more of like, because uh, it was developed in the late 80s, I think 86 or 87. And that's when kind of music was going towards more of the heavy metal um, evolving into like grunge.
0: Well, Kirk Hammett of Metallica used the uh, TS nine. He he yeah. even has one built in onto his amp, his Randall amp. Oh, nice! Yeah, he has one. He has like a T, uh, tube screamer esque uh, preamp module or whatever built in.
1: But well, what I've heard what I've heard a lot of like metal players do, like if they have like something like a, a Mesa Dual Rectifier or something, they'll have it, you know. Um, not cranked, but, you know, they'll have the the um, the power cranked, but the master, you know, barely on. And they'll have that two screamer on in front of it just to shelve off that, bo- that uh, bottom end.
0: Yep, for soloing. And, then,
1: uh, and elevate the mids, yeah.
0: Yep, because if you want to cut in the mix, you would turn that. I, I do that all the time when I used to play with the Marshall. Mm-hmm. I'd have it set for whatever, but then once I'm about to solo, boom, hit the TS9. It's cranked up uh, with a little bit on 1 o'clock for the tone. And the volume's at 1 o'clock. And the tone... I forgot what other knob is on there. There's like three knobs. They're all annoying. But, yeah, it works. It really does work.
1: You know how Stevie used to set his Tube Screamer?
0: Didn't he do the opposite effect? Didn't he lower the volume on it, lower the overdrive as well?
1: He cranked the volume, lowered the overdrive and then i think he had like the tone on maybe 9 or 10 o'clock
0: oh wow so he really wanted the low end
1: yeah i mean this was this was before and during his uh, steel string singer when that came into but when he was using like fender amps and stuff like that he would that's that's what his uh settings would be cuz it would just push like Uh, I think it was using like a Super Reverb at the time. It would just push the Super Reverb like into yeah,
0: dude. The Super Reverb is a sick amp, dude. Every time I do digital modeling, I always make that my clean.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, always. Something about the tens. Something about the tens is just
0: because of the size and how they push air, dude. It's dope. The super the Super Reverb. If I were okay, if I were to have my little studio of recording amps, and I had to have my ten amps, the Super Reverb is one of them.
1: The only thing about the Super Reverb is it's super, super loud. I see
0: no problems.
1: I mean, if you want to get that big, clean tone, yeah, that's... Because it, uh, it
0: doesn't break up. I mean, you yeah, can put it at I- three and it's still boom, right?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> ideal for that. But like, if people want to use, if they want to like not crank it, but they want to get that natural amp distortion, forget it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's not for that. That was a sick amp. They used to use that for vocals,
1: too. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was very... I mean, back then, an amp was an amp. It did everything. You used it for keys. You used it for guitars. You used it for vocals. It was just good times.
1: Um, Scratching and surviving good times.
0: Hell yeah. Interesting. Hey, I heard the Wolf Den is open now in Livingston.
1: It is. I tried their establishment last week.
0: Let's go hit it up. I haven't tried it yet. But I heard you have to buy like family meals. You can't just buy single orders.
1: No, you could buy uh single orders. Oh you can? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well sounds like sounds like a plan.
1: We should hit up uh the Pooner as well, if he's see if he's available.
0: Yeah, he'll probably say he's not. He's probably out <laughs> he's probably out stealing some other friends Mike Cable.
1: <laughs> yeah, their hours are uh from twelve to eight.
0: Those are weird hours. Makes sense I though. Mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. I noticed that ever since COVID happened, like everyone's like food trucks and everything's like more restrictive like hey, we're only available from 7 to 7 <laughs> or 10 to 8. I think people are just starting to like establish dominance because no one's, you know, trying to control their their business there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know what changing your hours would, uh, it's just, I mean, less exposure, I guess, but I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm pretty sure everyone's been exposed and every, I'm pretty sure everyone's had it.
1: I've been shot three times, ain't died yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're probably one, you're probably an asymptomatic individual.
1: If if that were true, I would have tested positive when I got uh, tested.
0: That's true. You're like a hermit crab. You just stay indoors?
1: Pretty much. Except for when I uh, go out and make my rounds at Lowe's. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) When you call me at Lowe's for tube advice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the best thing to call, dude, because you're around all that that stuff. You're like, yeah.
1: and the guy stuff.
0: The tubes actually made the amp sound really good, the low-gain tubes.
1: Yeah, you'd be surprised how much uh, difference tubes do to an amp
0: it's those little differences it's it's pretty sweet
1: yeah i mean it, it's not different it's probably not differences like the listener in the audience would know like for sure but it's the the overall feel that the player would know and that would make the player feel better about their playing and by and um, as a result their playing will be better it's the ultimate feedback loop
0: and that's all that matters Because music speaks loud. Episode 23.
1: Two Rock, Silver Sterling Signature. (laughs)
0: Listen to music and try not to get fat, y'all. Because fat's real.
1: Keeping it real. Nothing but love, nothing but love. That's why we. Yeah, rehearsed. fucking
0: Michael Jackson. He fucking talks so much <laughs> shit. He'd be like, man. He'd be like, man. You you, you fucking suck, man. How long have you been playing the bass for, man? You sound like like a little jive turkey just playing the little 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 truck bass there. You sound like shit, Ooh, man. And then he'll he straight, call- yeah. And then he'll straight <laughs> up be like, but nothing but love, nothing but love. That's why we rehearse. But yeah, man, your bass sounds like shit. Nothing but love. I'm like, whoa, 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 My he just, MJ.
1: He just called him a jive turkey. That is that is an unforgivable hey, sin I'm, right I there i am
0: just repeating what i freaking heard when i watched that documentary this is it okay <laughs> i am not fabricating this shit that guy literally talked the shit storm and he he closes the statement nothing but love nothing but love just, this is why we rehearse basically saying y'all suck get your shit together you fucked up but you're going to fucking fix it because i'm michael jackson fuck you
1: Well well, yeah if michael jackson says you're fucking up, i mean you're you're, you're fucking you're, up you're,
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if MJ was here in 2020? He'd be like, "You guys, you guys are ruining the country, man. You guys don't know how to run it. You guys are, you guys are running shit to the to, to the drains. I mean, you're you're making all the doo doo come out of the drains. I mean, look at the Medi-Cal man. People are are getting services, man. What's going on, man? What's going? Let them beloved. That's why we run the country. That's why we run the country. Let them beloved I mean, that's how you say it, dude.
1: I mean, fuck You're making doo-doo come out of the gym. (laughs) That's
0: what he would say. He doesn't even swear. He just says like another fucked up form of cussing, man.
1: It just hits you in the heart even more.
0: I know. He's like, I see see you got that poopy butthole in your heart. I see that poopy love. I see it. You know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. MJ, we're adults, motherfucker. Like, speak English. (laughs) Speak like an adult.
1: It's like like in, have you seen uh, Cat Williams, uh, his stand-up? Uh, when he was talking shit about Michael Jackson,
0: <laughs> no, what he say? Oh,
1: dude, dude, you need to watch it. He goes, he goes. He got Michael, you know, doing uh, whatever he does. He's over here climbing trees and you know, acting like a little kid. He go, don't you climb trees? No, we got bills and shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I'm telling you, man, Michael Jackson was a fucking trash talker. The ultimate Hell job. yeah man I mean I've never heard someone talk so much shit And just end it be like This is why we practice Cause you fucking suck like, like let's translate what he really said Yo bass player you fucking suck Why did we hire you We shouldn't be paying you You're the worst bassist ever You should probably get those strings and shove them straight up your ass You suck You suck You're the worst <laughs> bass player Fucking go home and practice bitch I ain't paying you to learn here Nothing but love I was like, "Damn." I mean, imagine if we just did that at McDonald's, dude. I'll have a number one Big Mac. We like that in a meal. Did I ask for it in a fucking meal? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, no, nothing. You know that's why we rehearse. Nothing but love and walk away. You know what? That's gonna be our next T-shirt. That's why we nothing rehearse. But love. Yeah, nothing but love.
1: It should be uh, that's that's why we rehearse on the front and then the back says nothing but love.
0: Oh, that's a T-shirt right there, dude. <laughs> next time you practice with your folks, man, fucking chewing them up and be like, no, no, that's why we rehearse, man. Y'all suck, but you know nothing but love. I'm just letting you know how it goes. I mean, you guys could have played better, but you know nothing but love. That's why we make our mistakes here. Nothing but love. It's like, (laughs) sheesh.
1: That's awesome.
0: That MJ's badass, man. Speaking of MJ's, we're going to pivot a little bit because have you seen Gladys World on Netflix?
1: Gladys World, no.
0: Or it's a... is it called Gladys or Flatties or some shit? He sells retro uh, basketball jerseys. Sloppy's mm. world. Sloppies, I think.
1: No, I've never heard of it. He
0: he 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 sells some vintage uh, Jordans and some vintage basketball gear, man. It's definitely entertaining.
1: Hmm. I should watch it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely entertaining because he starts getting kinda like it to the the Ralph Lauren, the Gucci, but then he'll come up with some, like, oh, these are the Jordan 1s, the Jordan 2s from 89, how they came out like this, yada, yada. I mean, I've always been fascinated with basketball shoes because they tell stories.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I used to, well, I don't know if I still am. I used to kind of be into that that whole sneakerhead uh, kind of um, community. But then I thought, I was like, you know what? I could just spend more money on guitar so that's I stopped buying sneakers. I sold some of my sneakers that I didn't really use and just put more of it into the guitar.
0: Oh, yeah. It's another pastime. I mean, it's another it's another hobby because, I mean, I've never been into sneakers because, A, I mean, I own a John Sir. <laughs> I mean, enough said there. You know what I mean? For those that know what a John Sir is, they'll be like, oh, okay. It'd be it's like, like you saying, you? yeah, like you saying, I own a McCarty. oh, <laughs> oh. Not just any McCarty, let... a five nine four. Oh, I was,
1: whoa! I was gonna say, let's get one thing straight here, Mister S- Mister Man. It yeah. is a PRS McCarty five nine four.
0: Yeah, they're different. There's different specs, I'm gonna get a McCarty five nine four. I'm just gonna get the single cut version. As you should. Yeah, it'd, it'd be dope. It's a. It's definitely a Les Paul esque guitar. I would play. Nothing but love, Gibson. Your guitars are doo doo. They don't play right. They're nothing but poo poo. Nothing but love. <laughs> they're going to fire me. I have to, come, oh, I, have to, gonna... I have to come clean. I actually work for Gibson.
1: Wow. Traitor. I've always
0: worked <laughs> for them. I'm just venting. Why do you think I have a different name on the show? I don't want people to know I'm actually a Gibson executive.
1: So they would never find out?
0: No. But the guitars we sell are crap. They sound like <laughs> shit. They're They're made with crappy woods. They're having been well, redesigned.
1: Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Gibson Insider is just spilling Wait, the beans. I didn't
0: say Gibson. I said Chipson. What the? Why? Why Chipson. you say Gibson, bro? I said Hipson, man. What the, the? They're gonna come after me, man. I don't want to die doing this, man. <laughs> they're, they're coming like, after they're me, man. They're gonna kill me, man. They're gonna murder me, put the gun to my head. You know the Gibson, man. <laughs> that's how they talk. you all know, people that are paranoid of Gibson. I don't want that lawsuit, man. I'm not saying I'm not saying Gibson guitars. I'm saying Gibson, the Walmart uh, plate company for for buying oh. yeah plates. I'm talking about plates. I'm not talking about Gibson, the guitar company. No, uh, I don't want to get sued. Oh,
1: see, see, you should have specified.
0: Yeah, what the <laughs> <laughs> people in the show think I'm really talking shit about Gibson? Hell no, dude.
1: They sue
0: people, and they're happy suing
1: it. You wouldn't dare talk shit about Gibson, huh?
0: Hail to the no. Gibson's a great guitar company. Best guitars ever.
1: Uh, cough once if you're being held against your will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, final thoughts. This is episode, I lost track after 20. Uh, music Speaks. Music speaks sometimes very loudly. If you have a song, please share with us on IG hashtag Music Speaks and hashtag the name of the song. Our favorite genres are mine is rock in español, the eighties, and for this week, Motley Crue.
1: Motley Crue. Put it on the put on your Spotify playlist.
0: Hell yeah, man! If you really if you really want to get a feel for it, man. Listen to the crew, man. They're good, man.
1: If you want to really get a feel for it, watch The Dirt.
0: The Dirt was really, it's a, it's a fun film. It's a fun film. A lot of nudity, a lot of weird shit, but it's a fun film.
1: Yeah, so uh, I wouldn't watch it with your kids if uh, that was going to be your Friday night uh, movie night No, do, do not watch
0: it. Do not watch it with the children. Do, don't even watch it with your elderly parents. It has to be watched with people from, like, 18 to, 18 to 65. Okay,
1: so that that'd be the, the a wide a very wide demographic.
0: Well, because the people that are 50 right now, that was their gen, huh?
1: Yeah. See, yeah, because my mom's in her 50s, so that she she grew up in that uh um hair metal era,
0: the badass era. Oh yeah. Final thoughts.
1: Final thoughts. Um I don't know. I think I guess is my uh final thought.
0: Okay, my final thoughts are deviled potato salad from Save Mart. It's hella good.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: And we're gonna let um our special guest end the show. Come on, special guest. Your guys' show was doo-doo. It wasn't even a good show. It sounded like poo-poo. You guys need to clean it up. Jamona. <laughs> let them be love. Let them be love.
1: All right. Thank you, MJ. Uh, thank you for that uh, uh, very nice uh, message from Beyond the Grave.
0: The one Beyond the Grave. Son of a bad All right. Peace.